right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 40 of the F-Stops here. Uh, we have the full crew back today. Josh has joined us from Florida. We have Jamie from somewhere in Michigan and Zach in Maryland, which he may or may not be under a snowdrift. Yeah, uh, about, about uh, 10 inches of snow we got so far. Uh, yeah, Polar I'm vortex. Broadcasting vortex. from sunny California. It's really nice over here. Um, anyway. Can you, can you can you hear this, listeners? <laughs> If you can't and hear that, listeners, that's because Zach's flicking me off. It might be a, a slightly um, profanity-laced episode if our pre-show is mm. any indication. Well, you know who you are, and you're going to make a comment. So, all right. So let's get started with the news stories for the week. We have a bunch this week. People actually updated Ew. the document. It's awesome. We're, all right, we're so, starting with news? Yeah, we're starting. Oh, okay. We yeah. never start with news, Joe. We never start with news. My bad. I was gonna we're not going to start with the whiteboard behind you that says, I love lame? What is that? It's lamp. It's <laughs> I love lamp. I'm trying oh. to do a freaking, what is it, that guy on def- ESPN. It, it, and it, no. definitely, it definitely says lame. Yeah, it's, it it's a fail. That is a P. Yeah. It says, I love lame. Lame, much like you. Well, I'll be Skip Bayless tonight. So does okay. that mean I get to mute Joe? Yeah. It is definitely a P. It's a Greek okay. P no. with no... No. Yeah. Wow. All right. Anyway, so, Josh, since we haven't talked to you since the holidays, what have you been shooting, man? I actually did, like, three or four sessions over the holidays. Things got really busy. I, I made the mistake of putting a Facebook post out right before Christmas going, hey, I may have free time. And then people actually took me up on it. So um, I did a family session. Um, I did a couple session. And I did uh, another family session. And um, a lot of fun. Uh, it's kind of cool. Um, I let, I've been letting people like share all the pictures they want to share, and I'm running into people going, "Hey, I saw your pictures." People that didn't even know I did photography, and they're like, "Hey, I saw your pictures. You do a really good job." So more Sweet. people are talking to me, and and um, I'm kind of going more this year. Um, I've decided that I want to pursue people I want to shoot rather than pursue the money. Uh, it's something I even put on Twitter uh, earlier. I want to like chase the image. So. You're nuts. I'm I'm completely nuts, but at least I have a full time job that's paying for my nuts. So there you go. Now you're pursuing uh, the passion. Uh, that's sound, it, I, guess, I was going to say somebody's going to take that clip. Oh my god. Yeah, that's one way to put it. Uh, anyway, so but yeah, so like um, there's there's a there's a couple I'm going to be uh, shooting hopefully this weekend if they call me back. If you're watching, call me. Um, and. Uh, you know, it's it's not so much about the money, but it's about the fact that they never... I guess their wedding was shot on a point-and-shoot camera. And they're awesome people, and they um, they serve in the uh, they serve in the, the church nursery where my son goes and um, all that. And they do a really good job, and they're really awesome people. So I'm, I'm doing it more for them and to kind of give them pictures for their anniversary and stuff that they've never had before. Yeah, I mean, your wedding, if your wedding's shot on a point-and-shoot, you know, like, click camera, you know, like one of the wind-the-film cameras, then, you know, I, it's it's more or less I want to do it for them than anything. And then I've got an awesome wedding coming up. Uh, the couples, literally, if I could book 70 of these couples a year, that I would literally go into weddings even if I hated them because these people are awesome. They booked a tiny, cool little chapel, uh, antique vintage chapel, about 30 minutes north, and uh, we're going to do a... Um, and an outdoor thing with lights and stuff for the reception. It's going to be really cool. So I'm excited about the year and, and uh, looking forward to it. And hopefully I'll have pictures up from the last couple of sessions uh, online soon. So, yeah, so that's what I've been doing. Um, ran into, uh, for, for those of you watching the broadcast, 
I found a stack of film from 2006 that I shot on my um, Nikon FM10 of shuttle launches uh, back where I used to live up north in Titusville, Florida. So here's one right here. Um, Sweet. I was actually I was actually amazed. It's a print from Walmart from back in 06, and totally forgot I even took these shots. And it's kind of cool to look at and go, "Wow, that's film." Yep. All right. So, Jamie, what what have you been up to? Well. <laughs> I've got a couple of projects that I've been working on that I can't talk about yet because they're not public. Again. Uh, so that'll probably Golly. be on next week's show. Uh, one of them is something that I've been working on for the last couple of months with a friend of mine. And uh, it kind of ties into the whole light painting thing that I've been doing a lot of in the oh last boy. like four months or so. So that's just a little bit of teaser about that. I know Alex had mentioned a while back she wanted me to do like a little tutorial or something on light painting so this is going to tie nicely in with that um, nice. other than that you know I just I don't know I did a maternity session I don't usually do people shoots all that often but if I have somebody reach what out looking for somebody do? to do a, a session then I'll do that so it was a chance to do um, I did the whole thing with speed lights rather than a big strobe setup which nice. was kind of fun so I shot with um, three of the they're the smaller like hey. Olympus Flash, you know, speed lights. Can I pause you for a second? Zach, what did you just do? It just knocked us off air. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, we just got the... Oh, it's because he's acting like the F-stop's here. Well, I'm acting like nothing. <laughs> it's Well, it's showing, you, it's showing up as the F-stop's here. You guys are both showing up as the F-stop's here. Yeah, well, it just kicked us it's off air. It's a power struggle for all our listeners out yep. there. And I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know how to bring it back without restarting the podcast. You can have it back. <laughs> No, that's not it. We're still recording audio, so just keep going. Okay. Awesome. You know right. I don't know. So anyways, yeah, I shot okay. a, a maternity session, and then three days later she was in the hospital early, I think, in labor. I haven't had any kind of an update from them on Facebook or anything like that yet, so I don't know if she had a baby yet or what. It's been <laughs> freakishly quiet. Um, I mean, her husband has been putting things on Facebook, you know, about, uh, you know, everything's going good. We're going home today, and that was earlier, but no news updates. So I'm thinking that I got the uh, maternity session in just in time. Nice. <laughs> so I think I'll be doing a newborn session probably within, like, two weeks of doing the maternity session. Is that one of your speedlights behind you? I know we're doing mostly audio here, but you've got oh. a couple of cool-looking speedlights behind you. Yeah, I've got speedlights. I was doing, well... That's my project I was talking about that I've been working on. It's, I was doing product shoots yeah. for for the the product, I guess. Cool. Is that a me photo? What's that? Yeah. Yep. Sweet. I recognize the color. Those things are awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's extremely freaking tiny. Like yes, it folds up so small. It's awesome. I can't wait to use it this uh, this spring and summer for macro stuff because you can. You know, flip it around the other way, flip the legs the other way so that the head is facing down to the ground. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Yeah, I've been pretty impressed with it so far. So I don't know, that's what I've been shooting anyways. A maternity session and working on some custom projects uh, that revolve around light painting that I'm super freaking stoked to talk about probably next week. That's it for me. All right, Zach, what have you been up to? Uh, speaking of light paintings, I bought this really fun little toy at Bed Bath & Beyond. <laughs> uh, we saw, at least I it was, saw. It's called a Yo-Glow. 
and uh, it was neat. So I, t so I took uh, took some fun photos with that, uh, and actually was able to do long exposures on uh, my Samsung NX1100, uh, which I also reviewed and posted tonight. Uh, so that's out there if anybody wants to read it. So well done. That's really kind of all I've all I've been doing is um, playing with that thing again. I mean, it's it's a fun little camera, and like I said in my review, it's it's really um, it's reinvigorated my creativity. Um, so on the last podcast, I think it was on the podcast, you said um, that you'd like to do a paid session, you know, or like paid work using that camera if you could convince a client to let you do it. Yep. What? Why would you have to convince them to let you use that camera? <clears throat> uh, I would say probably 85 to 90 percent of my clients would take one look at that thing and go, <laughs> "Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna take our blank photos with a point and shoot <laughs> camera." And then I would have to explain to them how it's not really a point and shoot camera, but the, sp the, the photos speak for themselves. It's, I mean, it's, it's the thing that we've Shut talked the about hell up, in the client. past. <laughs> it's the thing that we've talked about time and time again in the past about. How you know perception being nine tenths of, of what people you know think of of photographers. Are as you are you sure that that's the response you'd get? Because I know uh, several working certain. pros that are shooting all small system cameras that I, I, that doesn't it's not even something that gets brought up anymore. Like not in the last year. You know, what I would I mean? hope not. I just I discovered not, um, it, there's the link in the show notes. I don't know if we want to share it, but I discovered a guy who's an award-winning photographer, like major awards in the UK, and he shoots entire weddings of nothing but the X series from Fuji. Yeah, yeah I mean, don't why, get me wrong. I, would, I, I don't I understand love... why that's even like topic topical. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a oh, camera. But at, at the same time, I can I can understand Zach's thing because like if I was to show up with a little white camera. You know, I'd almost, I'd, I'd almost have to like put it in my back pocket and like sneak shots with it at the beginning. You'd have to trick people. Yeah, you have to kind of, you know, because I mean, people are kind of half expecting you. Like, even if I showed up with a black rebel, people would be like, "Oh, you're a photographer." You know, it's, it's kind of, I hate to say it, it's what I call, it's the growing Instagram perception, and I'm not knocking anybody. So anybody listening, if you own an XT and you Instagram it and you put it online, I'm not knocking you, but just saying, there's the growing perception where somebody goes out and buys a. At least something that looks like a DSLR, a little black something with a lens that comes off. Yeah, but here's the thing: is like and, everybody owns a DSLR, right? Now, and so, so what differentiates you from being a oh, photographer I agree. for having oh, a yeah. DSLR? I agree. Oh, and yeah. I, I think it, but, I think there would be a, like a like a thirty second to maybe two minute period of time where people would go, "Oh wait, you shot those photos with that little camera?" And I would say yes, and they would say, "Okay, well." So do it. I would hope. Can you hold, can you hold this while I drop my mic? Yeah. Okay. I uh, you know what you know what might break the ice, Zach. Especially I think for you, if you're doing like a newborn session, you could pose the baby with the camera and then take some pictures with the camera of the baby, and then the people would be like, "Okay, that's cute." Well, as I mentioned in the review, because it's a white camera. Uh, as as I mentioned in the review, and as Joe has touched on time and time again, I've, which I read the review I think, by the way, it was good. Thank you. I think if um. And again, here we go. Uh, I'm eating crow and uh, commenting on how great my shoe tastes. <laughs> put my foot in my mouth. Um, if I was to have uh, some sort of tethering there where I could sh immediately show them the product that yeah. was coming out of the camera. Oh, wait. You uh, have Wi-Fi, don't you? Exactly. <laughs> you don't think that, that your here. past body of work would be enough to sell what you currently do? My past body of work was not done with that camera, so I would be a liar. 
but so what would be the that's... difference between your past body work and this body work if you're using the same sensor size? <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. Ooh, right, then. Ooh, ooh. I'm not disagreeing with you. Hey, trust me. <laughs> if I was my client, I'd be all for it. I'm just saying that, that clients in general immediately go for that first impression. And if that first impression is a, a white camera, a tiny little white camera that's around my neck or over my shoulder then you should have bought a black one. Well, that one wasn't on Black Friday sale, so blame my wife. Sorry, listeners. We've been having quite a few problems with the... Oh, we're live. <laughs> yeah, Google Plus. Whatever. Yeah, we're live. Maybe uh, it's because they're tracking all of our information. And Zach, don't feed the trolls, please. We're going to regret oh, this for stuff. another, like, two weeks. The NSA is trying to thwart the mirrorless movement. Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> that would be a great... Uh, I, I totally gonna, forgot to tell uh, Fred, my NSA agent, that I was going back. I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and... Um, and um, copyright this right now. The Mirrorless Movement would be a great website. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody register that quickly. Is it? The Mirrorless You might want to do it before somebody else steals it, would be my suggestion. They can. I, I, no, I just copyrighted it. It's trademark patent pending. Uh, <laughs> Samsung already SMD owns Joe. it. Oh my God. Samsung Nobody owns everything because they're trying to be Google. All you right. know, Samsung was actually... Um, they were integral in getting Wi-Fi into cameras. They, yes, uh, they were. They were on the ground ground floor. Sweet. And they make a darn good TV, if I don't say so myself. They yeah, do. Yeah, no, I, I do like their products. I can't, like, knock them overall. And I'm sure... No, you can't. You know... I'm sure uh, the camera Zach's using is great. So do we want to start talking about fanboyism now, or do we want to wait till no, Josh let's goes talk about ape, photography. That ape shit about let's the one Let's do it. That's kind of why I'm here. I don't care about that. I was just gonna, I was just gonna say that I th- I think Samsung is going through what I call what I now term as the Kia effect, which is people think you're crap at the beginning, but then you keep well no you keep re releasing your products and improving and getting better, and then eventually people start believing you have you dancing hamsters. Buy into it. All right, tell us about this Fuji XT one. Yeah, tell us about it. I know nothing it's, about it except it's been leaked. Okay, so here. Um, me, um, I'm going to pull up my, my tab. Come on. All right. So according to Fuji Rumors, um, FujiRumors.com, it's uh, the XTI, which has already been leaked on the official Fuji website. They just haven't given released major details. Um, it's the plan is that it's going to have an EVF magnification electronic viewfinder that's bigger than the EM1. Nice. Um, it's got a tilt screen ISO up to 5100-200, or 51200. Um, APS-C X-Trans Sensor uh, 2, 60, mega, 60 megapixel SD card, dual SD card slot, which would be crazy. Um, for under two grand, this is definitely promising to be an awesome camera. Um, this would be the first mirrorless that I would take to a wedding and not use any other camera for. Um, eight 
frames per second with autofocus tracking, um, 0 0.08 seconds autofocus speed, according to what a lot of people are saying. Uh, and it's priced at 1800 bucks. Um, the 18 to 135 will be a weather-sealed lens with it, etc., etc. Um, it just looks promising. Uh, magnesium body, I guess the body's supposed to be weather-sealed. Um, I'm, I'm excited because I was already excited back before even Zach was enthused about mirrorless and cool little cameras and all that, but um, I'm excited. Olympus has been... Olympus released the EM5. Um, even Samsung's getting awesome with their stuff. Um, I don't know. It looks like Joe's in slow motion or people talking to me that I'm just not hearing. No, you're good. Okay. We're just sitting here. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, I'm just I'm excited about the mirrorless stuff. Like um, I was thinking about it, and I was, I'm really excited about the XTI because if I if I was going to buy a non DSLR camera this year, um, I think it'd be a Fiji just because I like the design aesthetic. I like what they're doing. And uh, I have to be different, you know. Zach got Samsung. Jamie has Olympus. <laughs> Joe has Canon. So I got to do. I don't Fuji. think Jamie would complain if you uh, got got an Olympus camera. <laughs> no, he wouldn't complain at all. Call it a hunch. Um, I, I was I was half touring. A friend of mine in England was selling his entire EM5 kit with a vintage uh, 50 lens and everything, like the whole thing, seven batteries, grips, the whole deal. And I'm like, if I had the money. But um. But yeah, I'm I'm excited about the mirrorless, and this XTI I think is just kind of help pushing the field. And if anything, it's going to make more people start doing more stuff with it. And you know, I'm I don't I'm not going to be one to say that DSLR is dead, because I I still fall asleep every night dreaming about when I'll get my 6D so I can have the low light performance I really want in a camera. But at the same time, it would be awesome to get away with doing a wedding and the one thing I hope Fiji does with this is improve the battery life by about 100% because the one weakness with about 100% that's awesome because <laughs> the, the one weakness the one weakness is 100% terrible <laughs> it is 100% terrible but I don't yeah, think that's going to be something Fuji can fix. I think battery technology in general has to get better. It, it you know, does. We're limited it's... by size with the small cameras, so you're stuck with, yeah. you know, just you're not going to get the battery life you get in a DSLR. I mean, does, um, I can get 700-plus this... shots off of one battery with my camera, so that's not bad. And then if I got yeah. two in the grip, I'm at 1,400 shots minimum. I mean, I can go higher than that. I've that's actually pushed really it good. 700, for, so. for yeah, but how often is Jamie's... the screen on for that? I don't. What's the screen for? When you're looking through yeah. the viewfinder in a mirrorless camera, you know what yeah. you're going to get. So, what's the screen all about? I don't even use it. <laughs> oh, sorry, I forgot. EVF, you had, baby. I thought, I, thought EVF. I forgot you had an EVF. My bad. <laughs> I was thinking of yeah. Zach shenanigans. So. Oh, speaking of I EVF, I do not have it. but I will say that I will say that the Samsung viewfinder does not have issues, or the um, Samsung battery life is is actually really good. Um, hmm, that's good to know. So. Even on a slightly older model as yours. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, speaking of EVF, uh, my, my sources have confirmed that uh, Canon's new high-end DSLR may contain an EVF. Whenever they release Which it. I would hope so. I mean, after see, seeing the Fujifilm X100S, especially, like, hybrid viewfinders, I am totally... I, I understand totally why people like it. Yeah, awesome. and and you know, having awesome. experimented with it before and uh, and all that, it, it really is it really is a cool thing. Like you kind of have to get used to it, and I think some professionals would rather see like the glass, I guess, if you will, the you know the prism or the mirror, whatever you've got going. 
and uh, you know I, th I think some of them would like that, but you know when, I think I think if I gave my if I had more time to get used to it, I'd eventually not want to go back. You know what I want in a viewfinder? Strippers. I want them. Yes. <laughs> and what? I want, them to, <laughs> I want them to come up with a technology so that oh they don't God. collect dust. Yeah, that would be nice. What do you mean? Oh, you're talking about in, like uh, old school. Yeah, like a traditional, like a traditional old yeah. manual or whatever you want to call it viewfinder. Right. It's a dust trap. Yeah, I don't miss. Yeah, that. yeah. It's awful. It's, is, is it a flat screen on on the Olympus, Jamie? Is it just like a? I mean, what, what do you what mean? Sort of, what it? Well, what's it look like? It looks like a the viewfinder on a DSLR. It does. It's just it's a lot shallower, I think. Right? Doesn't seem any shallower than it was on my E3. Yeah. So it could also so be how a much dust, dust gets if, in there. if it really needed to be. What's yeah, that, Joe? How much dust gets in there, then? None in this. It's all sealed up. It seems like on my DSLRs, so for some reason, you'd end up with dust inside of it. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you're what talking about in the, in the glass, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> oh, like yeah. between... Yeah, well, okay. Yeah, it's a slightly different thing, but all right. Fair enough. Spe speaking of... Um, speaking of uh, CMOS sensors... Hasselblad. Yes, did you see yep. Hasselblad's going to be releasing a, a CMOS sensor body 50 megapixel DSLR? Man, I shouldn't have just bought those other two Hassies last week. <laughs> did you really? No, you no, bought no, them? No, no, yeah, no, right. No, no. <laughs> did you actually buy some? Are you kidding me? Dude. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was giving you the benefit of the doubt. I mean, we all. Yeah, I sold those kidneys. Who needs them? Oh, <laughs> I donated 40 bitch. pints of blood. I can't sit up straight, but. I got my housing. Oh, you can donate blood? Fuck, fuck, yeah. Fuck. Plasma. Oh, we lost. That's we what lost the crackheads do, isn't it? Plasma. <laughs> hey, I'll, all I know is if, if this has if this has is cheap, I may consider prison crackheads. We lost Joe. Yeah, we did. I probably yeah, scared did him. Did we really lose him? How's Jamie even doing? I'm out of here. Did we really lose him? Oh yeah. So great. Uh, yeah, CMOS. That's good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> Well, I let's guess talk the about big this. news is let's, that. Let's, well, real quick, the big news on this is that the ISO is supposed to be better than 400, which is what most people yeah. shoot under in medium frame. So, I think if they can break that barrier, then that'll be. The isn't most news. medium frame shooting under like really controlled lighting? Normally? Yeah, or or like bright outdoor light where right. 200 so does this great. mean now like people are going to be doing like medium format sunset shots on the beach? I mean, yeah, I mean, really, this, who's going to be? I don't know. What's I mean, I was with um, with our our good friend of the show, Tammy, um, at the zoo, and she was carrying around a medium format. And yeah, that, that Pentax. Actually, yeah, and, yep. and and it was light. It was as light as my fifty D. Really? Yeah, and you know, I'm like, if this thing had better low light performance, I'd carry it around. I so, so. love my mirrorless cameras. <laughs> I don't miss carrying <laughs> stuff. We should bring black bring bring back uh, flash powder. Yeah, yes. Yeah, flash powder flashes. Yeah, with yeah, the mortarboard you know, or whatever. Like the, you right, right. Behind the curtain, and you, yeah, I mean, it's just poof. Yeah, that's what we. That's what we need. Yep. Let's talk about this light room. You get the best Wait. expressions on kids. That's that's not the light. Anyway, what did you want to talk about, about a second ago, Zach? Uh, you light said, room, Let's talk light room leaked. The, yeah, I wanted to talk oh, about the light. Oh, for iPad. Yeah. Do we think version? it's dumb? I do. 
I think it's really dumb. Oh, I didn't hear about this. Wait, wait. It says wait. the guy that's enjoying sending photos to his iPad wirelessly. Yeah, to his iPad. <laughs> who's, I, well, it's not my iPad. Let's be very clear about this. I'm sending it to my free editors. Not my $99 a year okay. editors. Let, let, okay. All right. So the price, the price blows. Do you realize I'll that $99 that. a year is more than you'll pay for regular Lightroom? Probably. There's also that makes a lot of beers on the wall too. But I think if you've got a time, valid license of Lightroom, they should do like a really discounted portable or free version on the side for you. Yeah, but Adobe's well, just trying you know, to I'd murder pay, everybody with subscriptions. At, at the same time, I would pay a hundred dollars. They're already a doing year. that with cloud, so. Well, that's what I'm I, saying. They're just trying to murder everybody with subscriptions. So yeah, this yeah. isn't oh, did any different. Did we talk about that? <laughs> what? Did we talk about? I don't think we talked because I think I made that decision. I I did that. You pulled the trigger. You did Creative Cloud. I, you are, you are literally, you've Wait, literally what? destroyed Why? everything you've talked <laughs> yeah. about in 2013, Zach. Because it's only $10 a month. You really can't beat that. Because it's only $10 a month, and it's really not that bad. But now, here's so what wait, I'm going to so say. So what are you getting for $10 a month? Everything. You get, photo, you get Photoshop CC. You get Lightroom, whatever the most, and, and all updates as, as they come out. Like, literally, Photoshop just put out an update Today, okay, here, take a quick question. You. So you don't get just the dot updates; you get whole number, complete, yeah, new full, release updates. Every update that comes out. So you can't beat that. And you get what is it, fifty gig of uh, Adobe Cloud Storage, and you get a, which I don't know who the hell uses this, but you get a Behance Pro membership. Yeah, which is not a bad deal. No. So Behance alone is, is it still installed locally year? on your machine, or are you? Pushing all of the computing power to the cloud. It's on your machine. It's on your machine, but so, I've got okay. like a super really powerful MacBook Pro now. So who gives a shit? Well, crap. no, I'm not. I, I, <laughs> I, but so that's that's a crucial part, though, because I would imagine that what they're leaking for the iPad transfers some of that processing power off of the iPad to a server. I would think. I'm going to say probably not. I'm, I'm going to say I'm going to say 100 percent yes. My my the, my my. Day job, we use what we call Citrix Zen app, and we're literally people. You can you can use a full Windows session. I could be doing everything I'm doing on this computer without even touching the processing power, and use my iPhone to do it. So you think they're going to push something like that on a consumer who's probably the majority of people who have an iPad don't have one that has a 3G connection. So if Correct. I'm sitting at the beach or in the woods taking pictures and putting them onto my iPad, then I have like zero use of Lightroom. Oh no, man! Point. Yep, I think that the processing power is going to be on the iPad. Right, but here, because here's they're, do, they're doing it with their they're doing it with the Creative Cloud memberships. You don't have to be online to use them. Uh, so, I think this is just going to be a. And if you look at the pictures, it's it's literally a Lightroom, a version of Lightroom for a tablet. Now, I'll bet that you're not able to process raw on your iPad. At least I know you sure as hell can't do it with like a big full frame camera that's like 36 megapixels, right? I know my iPad wouldn't probably process something like that in RAW in Lightroom, applying filters and things like that. Right. But, hey... What's going I mean, on, Joe? I've, I've learned a valuable lesson that I am never, <laughs> ever, ever doing this podcast from a MacBook Air again. What? Oh, oh my God. This thing, I, I don't know, it, it just keeps crashing on me. I keep having uh, you know, talk failures because I'm Pep. maxing out my CPU. I'm so, like, maxing out my RAM right now. 
Yeah, it's it's not a great, not a good time for Apple people. Mm, Yeah, this is definitely not a. (laughs) Mine's working great. Well, that's because your machine is like ten times the power of my air. I haven't crashed yet, and I'm on a cell run third gen with six gigs of. You're on a PC. Nobody cares about PC. So yeah, Yeah. so who is this (laughs) guy again? (laughs) So I think we can all kind of agree that this is a disaster. So. Oh wait! At least. You're talking about a topic. I'm sorry. I, well, my ear is I'm, crashing. I'm, I'm, so I'm I loving. I'm on. loving the crap out of this. Just saying. So the title of this week's show is the 60 minute train wreck. Okay. <laughs> yes. That's what it's. Yes. About. It's the world's train slowest train hey, wreck. Zach, so I'm clapping so you can understand where to, you know, hey, have all Joe, my cursing you stuff. You're a dick. Oh come on! <laughs> and gone. Oh. I thought you were doing the "What's Eating Gilbert" grape over there with the clapping, but was it? Was it? Um, I'm laughing at. I'm laughing at our group chat on the side here. Oh, the Denver Broncos. Oh my god! Yeah, sorry about that. Oh, that's priceless. Yeah, seriously, way to like totally like just derail everything that we're all doing. Like, wait, what? Hey, you don't have to read it. Yeah, I do. Yeah, so it's like, in the group chat. Right it could there. be vital. So I will also I will also say this. Uh, I think there are better editing tools for a mobile platform than there, than than Lightroom. I don't think Lightroom lends itself to it. Google. Enough said. So are we, yeah. are we well, talking about unless, now? unless you're unless you've got your workflow going at your home computer and then you want to outsource and get away from the crazy kids and then you want to take your iPad so that, and go edit on free. So that Wi-Fi. is the one. That is Josh. You're correct. That is one positive of this. Is that. Yes. If if it does tie into which I think everybody's kind of assuming it Adobe does, cloud. if it ties into the cloud, yeah, yeah, you can you can essentially just pull your work right from one and, and move it to the next on the go. So Probably who's the idiot that. now? <laughs> Here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking you know Adobe's out for the money. We know this. I mean you know Correct. I'm not well, Adobe most companies here. are They're, out for the money. But at the same time. At the same time, they know that tablets are headed places that computers aren't, so they're just they're introducing this now to put feelers out and get it ready for when they do blow up. You know, when when you know, like there's the Nexus 12 or whatever, and it can do insane things. And Apple comes out with the perfect. I mean, we're already almost there. Um, you Julio know, I, that runs small camera, big picture. Last year, he was walking around with a, a Panasonic 4K tablet. Yeah, I mean, hell, if it, if it can run a 4K display, then you know it's got the processing power to run Lightroom. So yeah, we're about there. I mean, we're right on the edge of yeah, that. Yeah, you becoming... put a digitizer on top of that, and then I'm, I'm imagining that, like yeah, a tiny. Basically. I'm imagining like a super thin OLED stacked on top of a SSD that you know they finally pushed the SSDs to 500 gigs. So you get a 500 gig tablet with a screen built in, and oh, hey, I can run Lightroom on it, and it's and running like Joe over. said, with so, a digitizer, so now it's like the sickest Wacom ever. Right, so, and then, yeah. So, Josh, Josh. A mini display port out resolution, next to The screen resolution aside, you're talking about, like, a Surface Pro 2 right now. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. But I'm, I'm mean, talking about Don't Apple get me wrong, like, I understand that, like, Surface Pro 2 and a 4K screen is, like, miles apart, but... <laughs> Um, you think? I, I get, yeah, I get that part, but I'm just saying, like, in terms of portability, you know, I, I guess that that is definitely possible is running. But I, you would still be running a full version of Lightroom, quote unquote, not like a mobile version of Lightroom. 
Yeah, and, and, and you know, I mean, people uh, on Twitter today might feed blew up with the picture of a guy using a giant iMac on a train, but I don't think they were completely. Wait, what? Where was what? that? There's, there's, there's a picture. Yeah. It's like a it's like a British train. You can probably find it online somewhere. But the guy's yeah. got it's like what, people what sitting feed on, are we talking about? Your Twitter feed? My Twitter feed, yeah. Okay. And it's just a picture of a guy with a giant iMac. But I'm like, he's not far off because the iMacs run Wi-Fi, so they're running off the free Wi-Fi. And he's got this massive computing power. At some point, we're going to take this and we're going to just shrink it a little bit more. And then there we go. So, you know, I mean, he looks ridiculous with a giant computer, but he's doing exactly what we all want to do. Be on some moving object or be in some cafe somewhere with a full computer that we can use that we don't have to sit at home and be tied to a desk with. We can do anywhere. And we're, we're there. We just have to make it happen more, and this could just be one of the next steps, because there's, there's a lot of steps. I mean, Jamie knows all about this. I mean, with Wi-Fi and tablets and stuff, all the stuff you're doing with the Snapseed built into Google+, and, you know, I mean, there's so much stuff out there now that this, this could be done, and this could be a professional workflow at some point. You know, I'm I don't not, not putting past anybody. I don't I mean, see this guys like Zacharias, guys like Zacharias shooting all on Fuji and, and stuff like that, you know, I mean... It's happening. Yeah, Julio's been doing it for like two years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's it's happening for sure. Is Joe talking? We just don't hear him? No, I'm telling you, his slow motion video is cracking me up. Oh. Is he really talking? <laughs> no, it's I'm like not talking no. right now. Movie. Can, you, can you hear no. me? Can you even hear me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I give up! Oh. Can we just put him on all the time? <laughs> Does anybody remember oh. Max Headroom? Yes, <laughs> Joe, twitch your head a couple of times. And I was going to call him Brick Tamlin, but Max Headroom works way better. Yeah, oh, Joe no. Headroom. <laughs> <laughs> this will be one to go back and watch the video of, folks. Yes, uh, do. Yeah, it's me. I I'm going to go back and watch face. it. Oh my god, this has been terrible. So, Josh, amazing. I don't know if you can hear me, but maybe you can. Oh, see I can me hear you now. Delayed, so I'm just going to use my my hand motions and I don't know, do something. Uh, I don't see this mythical picture you speak up on your Twitter feed. <laughs> it, it's it's on my, it's not on my feed. It's on what I view my feed. Like I didn't post it. Just just imagine five people sitting on a train and everybody has like laptops and iPhones and this one guy has a giant twenty seven inch iMac. Oh, like Is the guy that goes to Starbucks all the time. Yeah, there's a guy that sits you have in Starbucks all the time with an iMac, a 24 inch, yeah. 27 inch. You iMac. know, it, it's like we. I want to make fun of those guys, but I would do that in a heartbeat because it would be cool. You know, they're they're pulling giant computer power with them, and the thing has Wi-Fi, so why not? Well, think about it. I mean, the iMac, the new iMac, is like ridiculously light, it is. and there's it's, one core. It, it, they're paper thin. Yeah. I we're we're using one at my church right now to do our video stuff with, and it's. Ridiculous. Are you doing video I mean, editing with it? Yeah. With the new Haswell iMac. Um, well, I mean, hell, I if you if have the right the monitor Haswell. size, you can bring the Mac Pro with you for most most things. You can shove that sucker in a backpack. The new yeah, one, I, yeah, totally. Yeah, I'll, I mean, I'll like that thing is tiny. I'll be honest. If if they if that stand on the iMac could fold up, I would rather carry that than in a Mac Pro. Well, I mean, hell, you could do what the uh, what was the manufacturer that basically made. A giant, like a twenty-inch monitor, touchscreen, giant computer thingamajigger. HP, yes. I think. Was it HP like where that. you could literally just yeah. like take mm-hmm. it and like put it on your lap on the couch for some dude, reason? I don't dude, know why. Wacom has like a Wacom has like a twenty-inch like like editing. Yeah, yeah, yeah but that's like yeah. seven seven and a half million dollars or something. <laughs> <insane>. <laughs> Only, Jamie, Jamie you, you use one of those to edit, right? Pardon me. 
You use one of those Wacoms to edit, right? Yeah, a small one. Or, yeah, the small one. That's in 203. I think that's better than a mouse. Oh, dude, yeah. Yeah? Oh, my goodness. Uh, hey, I know a guy we'll get together off show um, named Mark Miller, and he bought one from Monoprice. Monoprice has one, like, a ridiculously cheap deal. It yeah, has yeah, I've seen the Monoprice. Not, is, is, does not, it work? Are you serious? That's the video that's showing right now? That was five minutes ago. How no. far is my lag? Come on! <laughs> How far is my lag would be a pretty good title for the show, yeah. too. That's perfect. My audio <laughs> is so far off of my text. Like, oh, my God. Are you yeah, on so Wi-Fi, Joe? So no, Mark, I'm Mark has the, uh Mark has the Monoprice uh, graphics tablet. Really? And and is it I'm working for I'm my CPU right now. So far as I know, yes, and it's dirt cheap. I mean, it's like a third the price of the Wacom. Yeah, I, I looked at it. I looked the, at the it only, like there's, There are two differences, though, that stand out. One is the fact that your stylus or pen or whatever. See, boy, mine's slow, too. Um, the stylus or whatever for the Monoprice one takes batteries, which okay. is weird to me. But anyways, mm-hmm. and the level of sensitivity uh, as far as, like, how many... Um, Oh, how many points of pressure it can detect? The Wacom is like mm-hmm. I think a thousand and twenty-four levels of pressure that it can hmm. detect. The one from Monoprice is like eight hundred or seven hundred or something. But if, if you're not a, an artist and you're used to trying to draw things, you know, with pencil, then I don't think it's going to matter for photo editing. You don't necessarily need all those degrees of pressure sensitivity. Sure. Um, I think I'm going to get one, the Monoprice one. And use I mean, my little whack as a trial. Yeah, I mean, like? for the price, good lord, it's cheap. Yeah, you have to let us know what you think of it when you get it. Well, I'll weekend. direct you guys to Mark Miller, and he can maybe we can get him to do yeah. a review and for that, you. Yeah, we 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 can't all buy seven million dollar tablets like Joe, waiting for yeah. the lag, waiting for the lag. Oh, you know what? I think the lag is because Joe's on one of those seven million dollar tablets in the future, yes. and he's broadcasting That's back right. to exactly. us. That's right. It's like that, uh, like that. Marty, uh, what Superman? What's what Superman movie was that where he he flew backwards around the world? That's what that's what Joe's doing right now. <laughs> He's typing so fast the world's actually stopping on its axis and rotating around backwards. the world in eight megabits per second. Right. I could probably throw my computer and hit a Google server right now. I don't understand <laughs> the problem. Like I could literally throw it out the window and probably hit one. I kid you. I not. bet you couldn't. <laughs> if you threw it, we wouldn't know about it for five minutes. That's true. <laughs> well, We'd what's hear to say it, that I haven't done it, it already? <laughs> okay, that was in the chat window. Any... I will have pasted yeah, the nice longest link. URL in internet. <laughs> Lord, <laughs> really if, if you guys, if Jamie just pasted like a hundred and ninety character URL. <laughs> it actually took up my whole. It did. Oh, <laughs> <It's gotta be laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. What, we're going to post this link just to confuse you people. Are are we getting any like questions and answers, or are people just no? Well, I, I, I can't even tell. I'm people. five minutes in the past, so <laughs> I have no idea. I'm, I'm going to check. This could be fun. Uh, no, we have gotten zero questions from the audience because I'm pretty well, sure. Well, that, we that means we have all the us. questions answered too. Well, we so. got to go. What do we got here? Um, what's our next? Uh, that was 792 characters, by the way. That is wow. the 792. Jeez. Yeah, I looked it up. What's our next? Uh, what's our next? So Scott Kelby jumped to Canon. Yes. Do we Good care? Friend. That's the question. Do we even care? I don't, I don't know. I, don't I was really... hurting for articles, and I need to find something because I didn't want to talk about mirrorless cameras for the entire freaking show. And I mean, that's the best I could find. I'll tell you why uh, I care. Because it. Go ahead. Because... Really muted for that? Come on. <laughs> 
Anyway, ahead, I, 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 I care because um, at this point, the Canon Nikon thing doesn't matter anymore. So I, I care that people are still talking about this because it's almost a moot point now. Um, I, if I could shoot on a Nikon DF or a Nikon D4 or something right now, if somebody handed me one right now, I would. You know, it w would it make me move from my camera system right now? Yes, because they're better cameras. And, um, but yeah, uh, I, I don't know, I, I think it matters because it doesn't matter, if that makes any sense. Um, Scott Kelby is a world-renowned photographer, and not dissing him at all, but, yeah, you know, I, I think, you know, whether or not he shoots with Nikon or Canon, his body of work is better still keep talking for what he does as a photographer. Because you can make, you know, as we talked about at the beginning of the podcast, or version one of the podcast, um, you can make, you can make pretty decent stuff with anything. I mean, it's it's all about how you look and how you see. So he could he could be using anything. Um, you know, he could be using any kind of camera. He could have moved to Samsung for all I know, or Sony, you know, and I think the I think the big deal is that it's it's once again the fanboys that are like, holy cow, you know, I, I believed in Scott Kelby because he's Nikon or I believed in so and so because he's blah blah blah. So, yeah, I, I think it matters because it doesn't matter. And I think once we can get past this initial argument and then we can look at, you know, his Nikon versus his Canon shots and go, oh, wow, Canon really improved his work because now he's able to do this with it versus this, then there's an argument. But in, until then, you know, he's now using Canon, and if Canon paid him, good for him. Yeah, I mean... I don't know, it, what I, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's it, so much it, of, a, of a pay thing as a... Mm -hmm. Hey, we want to let you use all of our stuff for free, and that would be super. I think anybody would uh, be be happy for that. Yeah, I mean, if somebody wants to pay me right now, I will shoot all the pictures you want. I'll shoot anything you want. Give me your cameras. What anything, huh? Anything. I am. You, you really uh, are. Oh God! <laughs> Just lay it all out there, Josh. Oh, oh man. about it. You, I'll, I'll shoot anything. 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 <laughs> Any. Dogs so, I, I, there's a great article on The Verge today about fanboys. Let's and talk the, tasteful nudes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess this entire, tasteful. entire episode's in the crapper already. I mean, why not, right? <laughs> yep. 60-minute train wreck. <laughs> yep. <laughs> What's this uh, article on The Verge you're talking about? So, it, it, it's talking about fanboyism. And how sometimes yes. you know being in uh, for those of you watching and listening at home, um, please pull over to the side of the road. Joe's if opinion you're is wrong. Uh, I would definitely recommend reading it just because it looks beautiful, actually, on a device. Like it's very it, well done. Yeah, they're article. they're doing some cool stuff with that. Um, it I don't know if that really. Oh my god! I <laughs> I give up. Um. Anyway, so. <laughs> Anyway, I think it's a great argument when I'm not getting fanboyed or, sorry, trolled on the actual podcast about how it's probably not a good idea to troll other people about their camera choices because, you know, really, these days, everything is so similar. Not talking about mirrorless, talking about DSLR, Jamie, everything is pretty much similar it, you know, in terms it, of specs. And I don't, well, you know, my, my whole mirrorless versus DSLR thing, the only thing it has to do with, honestly is size and weight savings for me. Qu image quality wise, 
I'll tell you what, you can line up like the top 20 cameras out there and put a good lens on every one of them. Yeah, and, and I don't the care same. who you are, you're going to have one hell of a time trying to figure out which one was what. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. and I'm, I'm kind of like with Josh in this. It doesn't matter what you're shooting with at this point. Your work is going to speak for itself. I mean, I don't care if you're shooting with an Icon, a Samsung, a Fuji, an Olympus. I don't know, a toilet bowl with a window pane on the front of it. <laughs> Whatever. You know, if you get good pictures, you leave out cannon? Like, really? <laughs> a toilet bowl with a window pane. That's what we're calling this podcast. No, 60-minute train wreck. Yes. Damn it. Slow mo- No, slow motion train wreck. Oh, my God, that's brilliant. Is that your new, so, is that your new uh, glam rock band? Slow motion train so, wreck. Um, yeah, slow motion train wreck. <laughs> so, so I don't know if anybody else cares if we're still on news at all, but Tamron came out with a thousand dollar, one fifty to six hundred vibration controlled uh, zoom lens. That That's a lot matches, of focal range. Yeah, yeah a lot of focal is. range what's for the, little what's money. What's the aperture on that? Um, it's uh, <laughs> f. It's f five to twenty five. It's it's five to six three, so it's, no no it's, no no not again! Come on, so you're not like ten yeah, feet close up portraits with this. Maybe. Well, but no, yeah. but if you're trying to shoot birds in the evening, that might help to yeah. have. Well, and I would use a gun. Yeah, as long as you have high ISO, it doesn't matter. To a degree. To a degree. I mean, if if I put this on a six D right now, I'd have no qualms shooting at three thousand ISO. At night with this lens, come on! But, uh, it's got vibration control. Uh, it's exactly. it's a thousand seventy dollars or something. It's for sale now, and uh, according to Roger at Lens Rentals, who did the Imatest stuff, which he never does with zoom lenses, um, it literally matches up to the Canon one hundred to four hundred at the four hundred millimeter range. Wow! And it the Canon one hundred to four hundred doesn't even go to six hundred, and it's seventeen hundred dollars. So you're basically getting a pretty sweet, awesome lens uh, for little money. So for the birders, the the nature guys out there, the people that want a really good telephoto, I mean, if if I had somebody looking to spend a thousand dollars right now, and they even had a you know a prosumer like DSLR or something that this thing would fit on, I'd tell them to go pick this up in a heartbeat. Because I mean, you you really can't go wrong with it. I mean. Your the the kit lens that you get with a Canon Rebel is going to be like three point five to five six anyway, so you're not losing much on the aperture, and you get a ridiculously sweet zoom for no money. So that's exciting news. Maybe we'll see. Uh, the other exciting news is uh, for me is Sigma's fifty to one four that's supposed to come out real soon. And more in their art line, they're really just cleaning up with those. They are, and uh, they they even said we're not worried about Canon. We're gunning for uh, um, uh, Zeiss. Zeiss. Yeah, they're yeah. they're gunning for Zeiss on this lens. So if this thing's as cheap as it's probably going to be about eight fifty, but it would be totally worth the money because this thing could just blow away. It's it's longer than the Canon fifty one four and looks just as durable. So. I've got um, I got a couple of retainers coming in for weddings that I'm doing out here in the fall, which means the uh, Sigma 35 is Ooh, yeah. well within my grasp. The I, 35 art. I'm really excited. Yeah, I, and you know I got to tell you, it's it's <clears throat> funny because yeah. we we posted the story about the Tamron, and, and here we are talking about two different Sigma lenses, and and um, it's really great to see these non I don't know what you'd call them. I guess these these non main manufacturers making better lenses than. The mm-hmm. companies 
that are producing the bodies that they're going on. Yeah, I mean, one, one thing I learned is that Tamron actually made, or used to make, and still makes some Nikon lenses for Nikon. So they, apparently Tamron has an amazing relationship with Canon and Nikon, and I think even Sony. I think they make some Sony lenses too, but they actually have certain machines and processes that Nikon and other people didn't want to put money into. So that's that's what I have from a um, a source inside the 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 retail industry. Um, and Jamie, I was just what's really the, cool to learn. Jamie, what's the landscape on uh, for for Olympus? What do they got as far as non Olympus lenses? I mean, I know you probably have used quite a few. No, I haven't really. But uh, Panasonic okay. makes a whole line of lenses. Um, there's the lens baby. The, the Panasonic slash Leica partnership. They've got uh, this new lens out right now, the Noctocron. You know how they've got all these crazy like Sumacron and all this other crap. Well, mm. they've yeah. got one now that is a. I think it's a fifty millimeter f. Point nine five. Yes. There, there's a yes. lot of there. There are a lot of hyper primes. Point nine five. Yeah, there are a lot I, I of those. There are a lot of lenses like that. Hyper that. primes is what they call them, that are like point nine five or f one, you know, aperture lenses. And actually, this latest one, I don't know. I'm not prepared for this stuff, but um, it's from what I've seen, image sample wise, it is uh. <laughs> it's sharp, wide open. Uh, sorry, I, I was totally wrong about it. It's uh, forty-five millimeter f one point two. Okay, but there yeah, are no, other yeah, there are other lenses though that have wider apertures than that. Um, like like I said, f point nine five. Yeah, I've seen I think out I there too. Um, but yeah, the image samples for this it's Noctocron forty-two and a half millimeters, so it puts it you know <laughs> at like the it's the it's an eighty-five millimeter equivalent. So it'd be like the 85 millimeter f, what is it, 1.4? I think Canon has. Mm. So it's a 1.2 version of that. That's the end all be all. Except the difference is that wide open. It's like it's not soft at all, and you have a little more depth of field. You have a little more depth of field than you would on full frame, so you're a little less likely to miss your focal plane when shooting portraits with that lens if it's wide open. I was gonna say a forty-five that makes it a ninety on yours, right? Forty-two point five. Is that on your lens or or in your camera? Forty-two point five on our camera is eighty-five on full okay, frame. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So yeah, you're you're looking at having a decent eighty-five portrait lens then. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty sweet. But I, you know, honestly, Olympus makes really good lenses themselves. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, ha- having used them, I can say that. <laughs> yeah, any of the primes that Olympus makes. Um, if you want to know anything about those lenses, just follow Steve Huff. Yeah. Um, he seems to have reviewed everything in depth, you know. And, uh, like I said, any of the primes that Olympus makes, the newer ones, you know, the the seventy-five one eight, the forty-five one eight, um, the 17 millimeter one eight. They're all sharp, wide open. The 12 millimeter f2. They're sharp, wide open. They're sharp all the way through the focal range. They're great. I mean, if there's going to be a downside to those, it's that they're not weather sealed. That's the only yeah. downside that I have to any of them. The, to be the 60 is though, and that was my favorite lens. Yeah, yeah. The 60 macro 2.8 is weather sealed. Um, so. on, on another note, real quick, have you guys been using the Nick software? 
that we were so generously given a while back, because I've been putting at least one or two edits with the software, um, you know, processed in Lightroom, uh, and all my latest editing. I've been having a lot of fun with it, actually. Yeah, I did a couple for my uh, the, my time down in Florida, so it was cool. Uh, I haven't done too much more than that at the moment, but I've been messing around with it a little bit. What about you? I use it frequently. Glad to hear it. This has uh, been fun. I love it. I, I'm, a, I'm a believer in Nick now, so well, now that it's Google, but you know, I'm a believer in the product. So. Yeah, the black and white one seems a lot of fun, and uh, I, I want to do some more color FX stuff, but I haven't been able to yet. I don't know. So. I've been using it for a few years. It's a regular part of my workflow, so it's nothing new for me. As far as like you know, whether or not. So it's all of us like, yeah, yeah, this is great. This is Jamie. Whatever. <laughs> no, seriously, it's just it's, it's like it's like saying, hey, have you guys been using Lightroom at all lately? I mean, it's just it's just, it's just how I yeah. work. Been using on my. Do you guys even take pictures, man? Like, <laughs> like I've been like totally editing, man. Like, like on my computer, like this, this thing. I didn't think this on. could go any more downhill than it already has, <laughs> but I was definitely mistaken. Sorry. <laughs> oh, is that your fault? It's not your fault. So anyway, so Aww. Zach, let's just wrap up this train wreck before it gets any worse. <laughs> Ironically, I have a train to go catch. <laughs> Hey Zach, wake up. Okay, we got it. Hey, I'm, I'm here. Uh, I'm I'm here. I realize that the delay on your video may be causing a lag in your brain, but uh, thanks for tuning in and listening this week. Uh, we apologize for any te- technical difficulties that we had, which was uh, many. If you enjoyed the show, and if you enjoyed the show we'll and actually are going to stick with us through the next episode, <laughs> um, make sure to tell your friends how awesome an experience you had tonight, uh, or whenever you're listening to this. Subscribe, and if you feel like it, give us a thumbs up. Uh, on on YouTube if you're watching us there or rate and review us on iTunes if you're subscribed uh, to our podcast um, we don't have any guests that's probably a good thing thank so we're God. not going to thank anybody tonight <laughs> yes, thank no God. thanks to no one <laughs> yeah. that being said welcome back to Josh it was good to, to have you it was back a pleasure to be back um, Jamie and Joe as always been a blast uh, has it? Has it really? and for everybody else thank you for listening this has been episode 40 of the F Stops Here podcast alright off air. Wow. <laughs> MP3. I guess I can stop recording. <laughs>